first mic was completely uh, unmuted. I noticed this entire time. Uh, so yeah, uh, whatever you heard. I mean, nobody over the radio heard anything, but if anybody was listening to, like, the internet stream, they might have heard some... Or the sound of maybe the air conditioner. Something. Anyway, this is Free Talk Live. Captain's Log Stardates 0807-2022. We didn't do the thing. Let's do the thing. Okay. And And we're we're back. back. All right. I feel much better now. Thanks, guys. In the studio, it is myself, the Lord Doctor, Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me tonight, it's Nikki and Rich. Rich, you guys sound good, by the way. Thank you. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> I've been warming up my vocals all day. La 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 la. Have me, you been, me, 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 me. doing like uh, the alliterations, right? No, I was just singing in the car. Oh, all right. <laughs> the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Sibilance. Sibilance. As professionals, we should probably start doing that for real. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) What, Connie Francis isn't going to cut it? (laughs) Connie Francis. I don't know why I said that in the voice of Sean Connery, but you know, whatever. Sean Connery Francis. Sean Connery Francis. Yeah, Sean Connery Francis. Francisory. Uh this is weird. Richie Richie brought in this article from RT, which is Russia Today. Right. Right. Uh and the headline reads Joseph Stalin arrested. That's all we're gonna say. We're not gonna read the article. It's right. clickbaity enough. All right. No, okay, no, just there we go. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, what is it? Like is gotta it? read the article. Oh. It's the most clickbaity article I found. I didn't even bring that in for tonight. I just I came across that and I shared it with the host group, yep. hoping that someone would find it clever enough to pick up earlier this week, and no one did. No, so just here we you, are. just me. Yep. So yeah, Joseph Stalin. But because I'm ill prepared, we're like, oh, let's lead with that tonight. Well, because it's a clickbaity. You're like, what's the title of the show? I'm like, it clearly has to be clickbaity, <laughs> and that's the most clickbaity headline. I've it is seen a very sometime. Sunday article. <laughs> you know, you can't do this article during the week. Are you sure it's a it's a it's not a soft J? It's not Joseph Stalin. And you can pronounce it however you want. Oh, okay. Joe Stalin? Joe uh, Stalin? The head of Sri Lankan Teachers Union has been detained for holding a banned protest. B-A-N-N-E-D, not B-A-N-D. And what is the name of this protest leader? Mm. Sri Lanka authorities on Wednesday arrested one Joseph Stalin. Not the erstwhile Georgian Generalismo. Is that how you say that? Generalismo? Yeah, I guess so. But the head of the Island Teachers Union, in came the uh, it came in the aftermath of large scale protests last month, which forced the nation's president Gatabaya Rayapaksa to flee the country and resign. Police told reporters that the namesake of the Soviet dictator had been arrested for holding a demonstration in May in violation of a court order. How ironic! Does that make Joseph Stalin an anarchist? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's it's possible, but it really, just, it really just makes him a protester. Uh, all right. Uh, Imagine naming your kid Joseph Stalin. No, I can't. I'm pretty <laughs> sure in Germany you're still not allowed to name your kid Hitler. I don't, I, I've I always mean, heard that. I don't know if that's a real thing. Germans are, are really I, stuck up on that. Maybe we'll get a call from a German guy. I mm-hmm. swear that I saw... Yeah, we do have one. <laughs> I swear I saw an episode of something, like a like a Jerry Springer or something like that, where like somebody had named their kid Hitler. 
<laughs> but his first name is Adolf. So maybe it's Adolf that you're not allowed to use. Oh, they did an episode. I just of I just thought about that. I'm like Hitler was not his first name. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but still, I mean, you would think that there would already be like a whole family of Hitlers. Yeah, there I mean, is. Yeah. He's got an extended family, right? And and ironically enough, like there are people that don't want uh, his extended family to continue breeding to end the bloodline. Oh, that's not fair. You're correct. And one of the family members said like. That idea itself falls under Nazi ideology. Yeah, right. Right. So, so we're not going to do that. We're going to continue to breed as normal, or as normal as can be. Murdering people is bad, hmm, so we have to murder people. Makes sense. At one point, there was an episode of Jenny Jones that got canceled because it was uh, uh, people who think that they're Jesus, and oh, it was. Gosh. But then it was just a whole bunch of Mexicans but- that showed up. Oh, it's just Jesus. But that is a real thing. I mean, there are, it's a very common thing with people that are schizophrenic. Yes. They think they're Jesus. I actually had a guy at the hospital that I worked at that thought he was Jesus, would stand on the bed and would draw these elaborate pictures for us. And it was very draining energy to be around. It, It was a lot to have to just take care of this man. There was a story. I don't know how old the story is, but it was a doctor who had like three schizophrenic patients whom all thought they were Jesus. It's it's very common with people that have schizophrenia. But he put them in the room at the same time oh, to try no, to let them work really... it out. No, that's unprofessional. <laughs> He's like, you all, that's... you all think you're Jesus. Only one of you can be right. Like, let's let's see what happens. No, that's an awful idea. As it turns out, they all still thought they were Jesus and that the other you two don't... were still fraudsters. Yeah, you don't say... <laughs> Well, one of you have to be the real Jesus, so which one is it? False prophets galore. Duke it out. I don't know if they duked it out, but, you know. Call in the beast. Apparently, there's some technicalties in the background. I was consulting with our producers to see what is uh. what is the matter. And so, hopefully, that has all been remedied and rectified and, uh, you know, otherwise smoothed over. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm awaiting confirmation. So, meanwhile... We're just going to pretend like we're still on the air? Well, we we are. Oh, okay. uh, we've been broadcasting in... Wait, we're on the air? ...some way, shape, or form. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Stalin Joseph arrested. Joseph Stalin arrested. <laughs> that is hilarious. Let's just start from the top. Is, is there more to say about Joseph Stalin being arrested? No, it's a clickbaity headline for a Sri Lankan protester. It's just funny, right? Because you name your kid Joseph Stalin, number one, why... And number two, there's got to be some sort of expectation that they're going to be some great leader at some point. And no, they're on the other side. Like, this is the Joseph Stalin with with his neck under the boot of the state, not with his foot in the boot. Wah, wah. Uh, the article continues in a video which has been circulating on social media. Stalin, who is considered to be one of the most prominent figures of the protest movement, is heard saying that... The right to protest is a democratic right before being taken away by law enforcement officers from his union's office. He in, says that now. In Colombo. But if he really gets the power, he'll eliminate that democratic right to po- protest right quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to protest the guy's name, although it is. I don't know. Would you want to be running around, you know, Russia named Joseph Stalin? He's in Sri Lanka. Okay, okay, Sri Lanka, wherever. Would you want that as your name? I, I... wouldn't want to be running around Russia, period. <laughs> you no prefer offense to, to people that live in Russia. but 
just go for a nice walk through the Kremlin. Rollerblading, perhaps? Definitely not in my top 100 countries I want to visit. Okay. No offense, Russia. I mean, I'd like to visit, you know. Yeah. Is there some... There's just 100 more places that I'd rather be before Russia. There's 186 places that I'd rather visit. 186 places? (laughs) How many countries are there in the world? It's like uh, a couple hundred, a little more than 200, 220, is it really? something like is it really that. Really up there? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I so yeah, so. I could think of at least a hundred. I'll let you know on the break. <laughs> I got a list. <laughs> I mean, like just for visiting, uh, I really want to go to Ireland. I yeah, just Ireland take, would be good. Like, or Iceland. I hear Iceland's beautiful. A friend of mine, uh, him and his wife went to Iceland, and they spent a majority of their time in Reykjavik, uh, and then they rented one of these um, uh, Airbnb deals, like during the winter time. And uh, they sent me pictures of it, and it was just gorgeous. Oh, I'm, I'm like, sure. oh, wow. You know, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I've never really looked into Iceland, but like as far as if you're going to find great scenery, I mean, uh, they've got it, certainly. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Uh, but uh, Ireland, I really, I just want to go on a whiskey tour and drink with like Irish people, you know, like that's really what I want to do. Uh, get some, it's a good place to uh, do it. Maybe, maybe hit Scotland while I'm there, you know. Get the... Have you tried Boston? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to park my car around the corner. Okay. So you could, you could get you get that experience, the light version of that experience. Just, you mean you don't want to pay a hundred dollars to park your car, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> or to or to get it untowed. Yeah. <laughs> 603-283-6160. If your name was Joseph Stalin, would you expect to be arrested? <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, well a whole bunch of other stuff, including our neckties, a sign of elitism. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Sunday Night Edition. you missed it the first time and, and we're, we're back. back nice i feel good about that okay have yeah. you guys been practicing no that was completely ad-libbed yeah we rented a studio and we brought in a vocal coach and no we did none of that <laughs> i got the point and then i totally ad-libbed <laughs> yeah me too yes it is ad-lib talk live uh we apologize to uh, some people who did not receive the first segment of tonight's show. We had some technicalities. They have been resolved, I'm assured, by our producers and our crack engineering team. Thank you to all the folks behind the scenes who make this show happen. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. We were talking about this guy in Sri Lanka named Joseph Stalin who got arrested. But uh, before we went to the sponsor break, uh, I teased that uh, I asked a question. Okay. And the question is, do you think that neckties are elitist? Before we move on to that, though. Oh, okay. Because you got more about Stalin? Well, I had put out a request. Are you Stalin for Stalin? I'm Stalin for Stalin. But I had put out a request that I'm not sure if they heard us because I don't know where we were broadcasting. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Whether or not... Uh, you can name your kid either Adolf or Hitler mm-hmm. in Germany. And if you have some knowledge of German history oh, and culture. Who's the guy who always calls us? Da- 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He may not have heard the prompt. Oh, yeah. Robert in, is it South Carolina, maybe, the I guy? Think is that the so. guy? That who, sounds like, familiar. I, I, I German, German this, German that. And well, if we're yeah. just yeah. calling Germany. people out by name all of a sudden, then yes. If you're listening, Robert, in South Carolina. <laughs> and you know, and that you know whether, the answer. Yeah, whether or not, like, I mean, and I... you didn't hear the first segment. If I'm a, uh, a, a, a German resident and I have children, I am not naming my children either Adolf or Hitler. Why not? And I think most... German people agree with that. I I would hope so. Do you but, think they're going to overthrow the country and take over the political realms, and we're well, going to have the rise of second Adolf? I just don't want my kids to be that bullied through school. Okay, right now, if they grow up and they want to change their name to Adolf Hitler later in life, that's their choice. I mean, yeah, I, nothing I can do about that. Depends what school they go to. You could get a school where they're getting hailed all the time. <laughs> Where do you hail from? <laughs> then they'll really have a I complex. Be, I believe it's called Heil, but you know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Silly American. For the same, I mean, why do I not want to name my children that? For the same reason I don't want to name him Joseph Stalin, you know, okay. or any other horrific politician or, you know, mass murder, you know, like, are you going to name your, your kids, uh, oh gosh, I can't, Jeffrey Dahmer, right? You know, like, yeah. Well, and I know some <laughs> How people. How many names are off limits, really? Well, I know some people just name their kids random stuff like, oh, I like this random name. That sounds nice. But it personally, I think that children's names should have significant meaning. You know, just like when I get a tattoo, I want it to have a significant meaning behind it. And not everybody feels that way. Sure. Some people just like to get random tattoos that look cool. That's cool, too. They totally have the right to do that. But it's... It's nice when a name has a story behind it or some nice significant meaning. So when you name your kid Joseph Stalin or Adolf Hitler, it's like, okay, so what's the story behind that? Like, what was the inspiration behind that? I I just, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it feels like it. it's a taboo thing. Yeah. To me, anyway. So uh, I was trying to think of... Uh, uh, who's the the guy with the swastika on his forehead? Charles Manson. That's you're not going to name your kid that. But you might name him Charles. Uh, maybe. And there's other people already named Manson. Where do you draw the line? Well, you I have mean, to put two so, together. So Marilyn Manson is the uh, uh, he named himself that or created that name because it's a combination of Marilyn Monroe and Charles Manson. Yeah. So I always thought that a good idea for like a Marilyn Manson cover act would be Charles Monroe. Okay. <laughs> that would be, yeah, <laughs> I like it. But if, you, but if you want to name your kid Adolf, does it have to be after Hitler? Not like, necessarily. People, n- no. It but, seems off limits, though. I mean, there's Why only, name your kid that? There's only like, like one famous Adolf, or infamous, depending on your perspective, I Got guess. Got it. So, yeah. But did, did these these guys wear neckties? I think they did. I think politicians all wear neckties. Probably. Strangled Red flag. Um, you know, when when you... It's on the list of extremists. Yeah. <laughs> People that wear neckties. <laughs> we talked about that last night, too. And uh, it's, it's comical. It's comical that uh, the United States government is targeting, you know, United States citizens, so to speak. Uh, well, I, they're domestic terrorists. This of implies, course they have to ta- uh, target this them. This implies that there are some feral terrorists running around as well. <laughs> I, even, I even brought my ANCAP hat. Oh, I love just it. Just for that. That's great. Now, 
I do see that it, okay, it can only go on one way. It is half black and half yellow. Yeah. I wonder if there's another version of that hat where it's half yellow and half black. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't know. Is a zebra white with black stripes or black with white stripes? I don't know. I'm thinking specifically of that Star Trek episode, uh, the original series, Star Trek OG, uh, where there's a guy who's half painted black and half painted white. Yeah. And he's fighting against another guy who appears oh, to also be the opposite half, pa- way, yeah. half painted black and white, but it's white and black, not black and white. Yeah. And nobody really notices the difference until Except like you know, midway yeah. through the show or whatever. Then they're like, oh, you're black on the left side and he's black on the right side. Those old episodes of Star Trek are way too woke for me, dog. <laughs> I don't need political commentaries. They were way they were way less woke than than woke (laughs) is today, for sure. Um, They were you know uh, they were trying to teach humanity some lessons. You know, like hey, don't be racist. Yeah, (laughs) for example, which was the point of that entire episode. Understood. Uh, But this also from RT: ditch neckties to save energy, says the Spanish Prime Minister. Pedro Sanchez's call comes after his government set air conditioners to 27 degrees Celsius. What's the translation there? I think we calculated that. It's somewhere in the 80s Fahrenheit. Okay. So, well, we'll get into Which the is article. still too hot. Yeah, that I, is far too hot. I feel like uh, neckties are a symbol of elitism, uh, and thus I don't wear them ever. Okay. I have, you know... The last time I ever put one on, I hated neckties so much that I just didn't wear a necktie. I put on a bow tie. Okay. <laughs> just to make a point. Just because, yeah, I was like, no, I, I don't want to be like all y'all. Yeah. Right? You know? At one point, I started wearing the bow ties to work, and I was told not to because it was way too formal. Necktie, okay. Bow tie, no. Is that off. just taking it to the next level? It was, it was upsetting my other coworkers. What about just like a cummerbund? <laughs> like they were, they Imagine were triggered. being that person that's complaining. This guy over here wearing a bow tie is making me really uncomfortable. That's basically what it was. What Except about- it was multiple complaints from multiple coworkers. <laughs> uh, somebody in our chat room says oh, 30 degrees is 86 degrees. Yeah, so somewhere in the 80s. Do 27 if you're going to do the math. Like if you're, public, if you're plugging it into a formula calculator. just I was told there would be no math. You got it from the I chat room. I didn't study for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, as a matter of fact, elementary school teacher, I am carrying a calculator in my pocket with me wherever I go. I just, I love pointing that out at every every chance that I can because they they all told me you have to learn this because you'll never be able to carry a calculator in your pocket with you wherever you go. And guess what? It's called a magic rectangle. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Do you think neckties are elitist? As inflation surpasses another 40-year high, the U.S. dollar continues to weaken. Savvy investors are diversifying into gold and silver, and you can also own the most stable assets in recorded history with BullionMax.com. BullionMax.com is a direct-to-consumer precious metals retailer who can help you diversify into gold and silver. It's security for your family in times of crisis. Buy direct from BullionMax.com without talking to a salesperson and your precious metals ship fully insured directly to your home. It's fast and easy. Free Talk Live has a special offer to get you started. Get bullionmax.com silver starter kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash FTL. This kit includes five ounces of the most desirable silver products, including a 2022 Silver American Eagle, a Buffalo Round, and a Buffalo Silver Bar. This offer is limited to one per household, so get yours now. Go to bullionmax.com slash FTL.
Yes, we are back. It is Free Talk Live. It's the Sunday Night Edition. The telephone number here in the studio for you to join in the conversation tonight is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, We were talking about this article where a man named Joseph Stalin got arrested, and then we were talking about names and why you wouldn't name your kid certain things, like Joseph Stalin, for example. We shouldn't say a man, Joseph Stalin, because we don't know what his gender is. Just Joseph Stalin got arrested. Don't assume his gender. We were talking about why you wouldn't want to name your children Joseph Stalin and or Adolf Hitler, but what about like... Charles Manson. Adolf Stalin. Joseph oh, that's Hitler. a fun mashup. You know, would you would you name your kid that? And then Richie Rich, of course, uh, you had asked a question. Uh, you know, do you think it's uh, illegal? You know, we, I mean, well, I, I think it's taboo, obviously, in Germany to name your kid like. Hitler I think Nikki was questioning it. I've I've heard that there's an actual law against it, but I'm I wasn't positive, so I threw it back to the listeners. Yep, yep. And fortunately for us, we happen we, to have a listener who uh, has you know repeatedly told us how much time he's spent in Germany and done German things, experts. and how much he likes Germany and knows Germany and all that stuff. And we've got him on hold, and we'll bring him on. In we just took a hold of the summoning stone. <laughs> we did. We did. We conjured up. Robert, and let's just bring him on. We conjured up Robert in South Carolina. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, um, I just wanted to say that with regard to uh, showing any Nazi signs like uh, the swastika and stuff like that, that's strictly prohibited in Germany. You can actually be, it's against the law. I mean, it's a crime. that You can be penalized for that seriously. Um, with regard to naming your What are they going to do, throw you in the gulag? <laughs> Um, that would be up to the jury. I don't think anybody's dared to uh, give them that opportunity. <laughs> All right. You know what about what about um, naming your kid like Adolf Hitler or something along those lines, or just Adolf? I, I think I think the same thing would be, would would apply, and I think the laws are kind of written that way. But you'd have to go to the Standesamt, which means the uh, Office of Registration, where you'd register the name of a, of a child who's just born, who you're naming, yep. and then you, the Standesamt would either turn it down or accept it, and if the and if someone turns it down, then you could go to the wait, mayor. Wait, wait, wait. So true. in Germany, the government has to approve the name you choose for your child? It's not just um, Germany. Well, There's a handful of European countries that have BS oh, like that. Oh, that's... But, well, however, like however, say, hold on, Robert, one second. But then you have sure. people here, like Elon Musk, that name their kid unintelligible letters and numbers and symbols. Yeah. And then you go, that's why they have the law. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Robert. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so anyhow, you'd go to the Stundesamt, and, and, and they, you know, if they thought it was, you know, something that, that would, the word would be for air, if you if you, if you if you give a, a, a despotic figure like that honor, in other words, praise, if you praise him, something praiseworthy, that's, um, uh, make, if you, a name that would praise him, or in other words, that would kind of mimic his name or be the same as his name, it would be kind of, they, they could say that, okay, that, that, that would be unacceptable because, because you're 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 doing what they're trying to prevent you from doing, and and they they could turn that down, you know, and then and of course then then the mayor of course would, because that that office is under the under is part of the mayoral um, um, authority. Yeah. Um, 
the mayor could say, okay, good, you, you, you can't do it, or, or, or yes, you can, because it would be up to the mayor, I, I think. And, so and you have to come up with a good reason. Like, why do you want to name your and, kid Adolf? And you just go, like, child well, sacrifice. Well, it, it, they go, there, there, got there's it. No, Kill baby Hitler. There's nothing wrong with the name Adolf per se, but the problem is that it's kind of connected with Adolf Hitler. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. But on the other hand, Adolf, Adolf used to be a perfectly good name before Adolf Hitler came around. A strong Adolf. German name. <laughs> So I wonder well, if someone yeah, just like just like just like Rudolph. I mean, my grandfather's name yeah. was Rudolph. Was <laughs> Rudolph Rudolph Hitler. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if someone tried to make the argument. This is a family name. You know, my great great grandfather was named Adolf. I want to name my kid Adolf. I wonder if that would be accepted or if they would just turn it down and say, no, it's too taboo now because of Hitler. Where's your great great grandfather from? Argentina. I, I suspect they, they would they would turn that down, but I don't know for sure. You know, I don't know. You'd have to try it. So it's mostly that there's some authority that gives you permission or not. So it's not it's not outright prohibited. You just it just will probably get denied. I right. swear, I remember watching like a game show, and I don't know if it was like Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune or one of those, but like there was a contestant whose name was Adolf okay. on one of these things. Either that or or it was like a skit on like Saturday Night Live where like Turd Ferguson was going up against Adolf something or another. And, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. Go ahead, Robert. But, but you know something? I don't think any parent would do it because they, they would figure that that'd be a, a schwer benachteiligung. In other words, a, a, a hard disadvantage for their child. No parent would do that to their kid. No, I don't know. Some no parents mean. name their kids really bizarre things and it's like your kid's gonna I, get bullied for the rest of their life that is mean there's a chick named marijuana pepsi there was a uh, a guy who was inducted into the nfl hall of fame his name is leroy butler or leroy butler it's not pronounced leroy apparently according to him leroy uh, in butler. in his in his acceptance speech that he just gave like maybe even earlier today uh he uh he was thanking his children right and one of his daughter's name is l'oreal and he and he said, like, after he said thank you, he's like, I was just watching TV and a commercial came on for some makeup and it said L'Oreal. And I was like, that's what I'm naming my daughter. And oh, so his no. daughter's name is, is So L'Oreal. glad he didn't have twins. Yeah, L'Oreal. L'Oreal and Maybelline. I, I, you know, <laughs> world of respect for, for the guy and what he accomplished. But, like, really? You named your daughter L'Oreal? <laughs> hey, David, thanks for the, or Robert, thanks for the call. Oh, now comment. you summoned yeah, him. Shoot. Now you summoned him. <sighs> da, da, da. You said the name. Oh, shh. You, in whispers, he who shall not be named. Get the sage. <laughs> yeah, isn't there some sort of a, a, a dance that you can do to, you know, ward off the evil spirits or something? What's the yoga pose? That yeah, keeps yeah, what's, yeah, what's the yoga pose? that? Like... I don't think there is. <laughs> uh, so let's go back to the necktie thing, because, like, I really do feel like neckties are a sign of, like, being an elitist. Okay, or at least wanting to, or be at least a part. D bag, wanting to be part of the. It's the same way I feel about golf. Okay, <laughs> like I don't, I don't have anything against people who like want to go play golf. It's just that golf is generally speaking a little bit racist and very elitist. Captain, it's like, ew, I'm, I'd hate to uh, I'm in this call you out here. Not, call me out. I have photo evidence of you playing golf. <laughs> He's you know, a cis white male. He's do. allowed. You do. But but I guarantee you, I am not wearing a tie. You are not wearing a tie. You're probably wearing that same outfit. <laughs> probably wearing this exact same outfit. I believe I'm wearing a hat as well. Yep. Which I rarely do. But uh, It was sunny. When I it's, get it. When it's yep. sunny and or rainy, I will don some sort of a uh, 
a head device mostly to a keep. Device. Yes. Was, was this the real golf or like the putt putt mini golf? No, it was mini it golf was, at Rogers. It campground. was worse than putt putt mini golf because it was Rogers campground. Nineteen okay. seventies. And they they have obviously not maintained these okay. mini golf holes like at all. Like I saw pictures on social media. I wasn't sure if we were talking about what I've seen. Photo evidence of? Yeah, it was at some uh, other golf encounter. It was at Fork Fest this year. It was okay. the the first annual. Uh, what do we call it? Mini golf tournament. No, no. I don't know if I can say the name it, on it was the radio. The, the, it was the four, the four coxmen of the apocalypse. Because at this in the mini golf area, they have these four giant roosters that are like metal, rusty, rusty, rusty metal. Roosters. I don't know if they're brass or whatever, but they're they've turned brown. And there's one in each corner of we'll call it the lot where these mini golf holes are that have they're not attached. To, it's, they're obviously somebody was just trying to decorate the area a little bit. And there's four of them. And so like I took a photo of it, of course. And like every now and again, I'll bust it out and be like, hey, look, it's a picture of my cock because it's a rooster, right? More than one way to get your rooster brown, yeah. I guess. So I think I even posted on social media. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm over on the Facebook. If you ever want to see a picture of my cock, there it is. So neckties. Neckties. <laughs> you can wear them anywhere. <laughs> but why would you want to? Like what? I don't even understand the point of a necktie. Well, okay. The original point was to protect your shirt from dirt and debris. So like, it was just a giant napkin. It was a giant Or napkin. a tiny napkin, apparently. Correct. Or it devolved into a napkin. Because I get, like, the bolo tie. That's just to keep your, your shirt closed, yep. right, if you don't have buttons or something, right? 603-283-6160. Are neckties elitist? Some teamwork right there. Because yeah. that's effing teamwork. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. It is the Sunday night edition. The telephone number, if you would like to participate in the conversation, is 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160. Oh, it looks like Drunk Mike from Wisconsin dropped off the line. I screened him and I'm like, yeah, I and I'm like, what's your topic? He's like, I, I've been drinking. And I'm like, you want to talk about drinking? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, call right. back. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe you know, he got all thumbs or something, you know. Uh, but in the studio, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki and Rich. Rich. Uh, let's just uh, go to Vincent calling from South Carolina. Vincent, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys, ladies. Uh. Can you hear me? Yep. yep. What's yeah, on your mind? I wear a necktie every day and a jacket. Why? And I have to tell you a couple things. I think it's elitist to say it's elitist to wear a necktie. Oh, okay. You're woke, <laughs> right? And two, the girls love neckties. Are, are you compelled uh, to wear the necktie? Yeah, yeah. Do you wear, do you wear them voluntary? voluntarily or is it like required oh, by like yeah, your job no. or whatever? I do. And I get great service at Walmart. They'll open a register for me. <laughs> Oh, look, a guy in a tie. We better open a new register for this guy. Well, yeah. you And the girls, I get, I'm an old man. And I get smiles and looks and people talk to me. Why do you, so are, are you saying that when you don't wear the necktie and the suit coat that nobody talks to you and you get crappy service? Exactly. 
Exactly. It's all about the necktie. So I how, believe it, honestly. How often do you not wear the necktie and the suit coat? Uh, I guess when I'm cutting the grass. So like weekends or something like that? Right. Well, no. If I'm going someplace on a Saturday down to Charleston, mm-hmm. I don a necktie. So why do you do that? Like outside of the reasons you've given, like what? When did you start? Uh, you need more reasons? Yeah. When, when, when did you start? Service. Was it was it something that like uh, your your parents did? You know, they were like, okay, we're getting him a suit and yeah. a tie, and he's just going to wear it. Yeah. Better service and attention from women is not good enough for you, Ken. I I don't like. Right. I have <laughs> tough it's, crowd. It's not that I've never worn a, a suit and a suit and a tie. I have, but I have not received those things. Oh, okay. Uh, when wearing a suit and a tie, uh, in fact. Uh, they're just uncomfortable to me. I don't like my neck being like, you know, wrapped around with a thing that serves no. absolutely no purpose outside of decoration. Yeah, no. Style knows no comfort. You know? And also, also like part of the reason that I don't like the tie specifically is because of politicians and okay. used car salesmen. Right. And, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I could think of, you know, a couple hundred other examples, I think, where, like, people who I don't like or don't agree with how, you know, they choose to treat other people uh, wear ties. Uh, particularly people uh, like uh, I used to attend church as a child. I was forced to. I was given no choice. And uh, everybody who attended church always wore a tie, except for like a handful of people. And I always wondered about, how come they don't wear a tie? And it turned out that it was just their choice not to. Okay. And I was like, that's weird. How come I don't get that choice? And my parents never gave me a really good reason. They were just like, no, you're going to blah, 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 Sunday, blah, blah, blah. I think that probably has more to do with it than anything else. Because he, you know, the, what was it, Vincent? You just said, like, style has uh, no comfort. There's something to that effect, right? right? Okay. Right. Now, I have one pair of blue jeans and, like, over a dozen suits. And the suits, if you get a good suit, is way more comfortable than any pair of blue jeans. I'm with you, except for the necktie. Got it. Right? Like the the suit shirt, the nice silky shirt, right? And the well-fitted pants, you know, especially if it's tailored to you specifically. Yeah. Right? Of course. Of course it's more comfortable. It's the thing around the neck that I don't like because it just seems like somebody's going to reach out and start to strangle you with it. Okay. Well, Well, that's why the CI wears (laughs) clip-ons. You wear clip-ons? No. Vincent, do you wear clip-ons or do you tie your own tie? Oh, of course. How could you say that? (laughs) Here, let me say it again. Vincent, do you wear clip-ons or do you tie your own tie? No, I, of course I tie my own tie. Okay. Now, do you this also the real deal? Do you also wear bow ties, perhaps? No, I do not. That's elitist. <laughs> <laughs> I am a man of the people. Vincent, thanks for the call. We appreciate I do, it. I do get what he's saying, though. You know, when you have like a well-dressed man, you know, you can tell it's a nice suit. He's probably a businessman, might be rich. I could see how that could get you more attention from ladies. And, you know, better service. Uh, more it's like attention this, from gold diggers, maybe. Maybe. So, but, well, it's like, this guy looks handsome. You know, he looks good. He's taking care of himself. I could see how that would be appealing to others. I'm also going to throw this out there and take a shot at libertarians and libertarian men. We don't have any booze here in the studio. We can't take okay, shots. Well, take, take one for me later. Pour a little bit out. Because I think some of it is that similar attitude that only the elitist will dress like that. And then they look less professional than every everybody else that they're going up against like their competition right like this you know when you go to a job interview or if you're you know going in for whatever you dress like one level down with whomever you're going to because 
they're at the top. Mm, I right. disagree. Okay, you can disagree, but that's that's the advice. I disagree because, like, you can just wear a nice collared shirt as long as it's nice, it's clean, right? It's not stained, it's not beat up. You can just wear a nice shirt and a pair of slacks to the same interview, and guess what? You've already set yourself apart from everybody wearing a suit and a tie. Maybe. Right? I guess it depends and, on the interviewer. And though. as long as you have confidence that you can do the job and you're the right guy for the job, not only is that going to set you apart, but you are going to seem like you are more relaxed. And if you're the interviewer, right, you always have the nice suit and the nice tie because yeah. you have to be, you, you can't, you can't appear to be less than the person you're, you're interviewing. Well, I also think that professionally, like as far as professional dress attire goes, the tie takes it from business casual to business professional. I so mean, there's a lot of jobs yes, where you can do like, part of the dress code. That's the societal norm, but is yeah. there any logic to that? Why no, does that not. exist? Because perception is reality. I mean, that's... Is it, though? Yeah, it I, is. I disagree. Not okay. in, in this case. In, in the case in this of case, suits and absolutely. ties, I disagree. Uh, in fact, uh, I have... Uh, Look, you know, they have the whole Milgram experiment on just a dude in a lab coat. Right, sure. Like I get you that. Put on, you put on the lab that. coat, yeah. and they go like, "Oh, this guy is an authority." Yeah. Right. If you put on a suit and tie and you start bossing people, but around, I also think it's stupid for people to evaluate people based on just what they're wearing instead of the merits of their character. I mean, that's, that's fine too. That's absolutely true. But there is something with human psychology where they see the lab coat or they see the nice suit and tie. Yeah. And, and I think they, it's, they I think have it's that wrong. connection. It's a, it's a horrible perception to have. If you walk into a room and it's a bunch of polo shirts and a dude in a in a, in a suit. Student suit is in charge. Like that's that's who everyone's going to look at. That is how the, the dynamic author. works, but that doesn't mean it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Like that is the world we live in. I feel you. And so again, back to the libertarian. Like I've been around. I haven't gone, you know, recently, but I've seen the photos of ill-fitted suits on libertarian dudes at like Liberty Forum. <laughs> Right. Well, because, it's because it's the, some it's of the, the only some of them, time of year they yeah. pull it out and they don't fit it properly. Right. It, it, it was made terrible. for them several years ago, or they lost a bunch of weight, or they gained they a, like a yeah. hammy down or something. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So if you so in in you know if that's if that's the perception, right, that you're putting out to everyone else, right, you're not going to look as proper and authoritative in the political world. As the well-fitted, well-suited, well-coordinated Republican Democrat. Well, and that's a whole other thing where it's like, should libertarians even be playing in the ball field with the other political parties? If they want to win, yes. So if if, if you want to win and you want to be part of the political games, as stupid as it might be... You kind of have to go get a good work, suit. Yeah, if work the part. Yeah, go get if, a good suit. If have you're a fit. of the opinion that you believe you can change the system from the inside, which you really and, can't, and that, and so that kind it's of a thing. kind of a waste of time. Um, I mean, there's something to be said. Like, you know, first of all, I don't believe like voting is like a good way for people to organize and like do things and that kind of at least politically voting for like oh a mayor of our town or like you know an elect board or whatever, right? Uh, any of these things, much less a president, right? Like, I don't need a president. I, I've never needed a president. If you need that kind of a leader, please feel free. Go find yourself a leader and follow that leader. Allow them to lead you to wherever the heck it is you're going. But that's a question no one has been able to answer for me, which is, you know, why do we even refer to these people as leaders? They're not. They're rulers. And if they are leaders, where are we going that we need to be led? But if you're going to if you're going to walk into a room and you want to know who the leader is, he's the best looking and well-dressed guy. That's the authoritative instinct is there um i disagree with that okay uh because 
I mean, not 100% of the time, right? There, there's part of the time when you are correct, right? If that happens to be the case and, like, something goes on, they're going to look at that guy. But uh, there's also something to be said for the tall man. Yeah, same idea. As opposed to the suit and tie, right? So 603-283-6160. More of your calls, more fun articles, more of our zany antics is coming up here on Free Talk Live. Our number two is coming up. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com Free Talk Live. And we're back. It is day number three of the kick ass weekend here on Free Talk Live. That's right. I was here on Friday. Filling in for the illustrious Mr. Freeman. And then I was here last night co-hosting with the illustrious Mr. Freeman. And I'm here tonight along with... It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. So You caught me off guard. I was like, oh gosh, am I supposed to do something? Yeah, just seeing if you're paying attention. The illustrious know? Mr. Freeman. I was thinking about a funny story. Maybe he's just illustrious. I don't know if he's illustrious. Okay. So my mom listens to the show every once in a while can, can we table your mom for a minute? Because I have to do something. All I have right. to before, tell you, before you forget, sure. I have to tell you that Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. For, and perhaps for your mom, too. You can go there now and click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find all sorts of valuable information neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse for you to or your mom to ignore this important world-changing information. If you or your mom are already knowledgeable about cryptocurrency, you can check out news.bitcoin.com and get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you or your mom. Bitcoin.com is your or your mom's source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news all on a slick and easy-to-use website. Tell your mom to visit bitcoin.com. Better than cash money. I just didn't want Nikki to forget about her story about her mom. That's all right. Thank you. So my mom actually thinks that you're Ian. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, who does she think Ian is? I don't know. Does she even know? I who think maybe she just watches is? on. She's only Sundays, watching when you're on. Maybe right. Okay. But I do the show with Ian. Oh, that's true. On the Wednesdays. So I think maybe that was her confusion. She was like, "Is that Ian?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." But oh, I think she so was you talking con- about you. Confirmed you. the wrong information. And now, and now she's very confused, and it's like her whole 
free talk live life is a lie. Well, according to Peakless Mountaineer, both Ian and I are wizards on some level. Okay, so, so not I, too far off I don't, then. like, you know, I don't, other than having a wizardly beard, as we were talking about earlier during during the break, um, like, I don't, you know. But Peakless, What qualifies Ian as a wizard? Well, like, this stuff behind oh, okay. me, all this all right. technology and button pushing that, you know, he's not, it's not his wheelhouse, right? You know, Got even it. like, and I did go to school for audio engineering, uh, albeit it was in the mid-90s, so I was learning, like, analog audio engineering, like, recording studio style, instead of, like, networking and IT stuff, which is what it all is now. I paid way too much money to learn stuff that, like, now you can just go on YouTube and learn. So, yeah. That's true for everything, though. If you've ever learned anything before the advent of YouTube, you pay too much money for it (laughs) because now it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's true. I even did a a course in, um, what do you call, voiceovers. Uh, And it turns out that it was taught by people who couldn't make enough money for themselves doing voiceovers. So to supplement their lack of income in doing voiceovers, they were like, we'll teach other people how to be as crappy at doing voiceovers as we are. Isn't that usually how it works? If you can't do, unfortunately, If you can't teach, teach PE. All right. Did you finish your mom's story? Yeah, but I have a your mom joke if you're interested. I am. Yo mama's so poor, the ducks throw bread at her. (laughs) Wow. That's old. Uh, I remember the old, like, uh, yo mama's so fat when she sits around the house, she sits around the house. Right. Yo mama so fat when she fell, I didn't laugh, but the sidewalk cracked up. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move right along here. <laughs> We've got some calls to get to. Let's go to Major Payne in Michigan. Major, you're on Free Talk Live. Dude, you guys are rocking. You threw me off my egg there. Pleasing to be helping you, Saeed. When would I be picked the whiskey wine, which I was promised? Are you are me go hunt and find her again? Are you nesting? You were sitting on an egg. No, no, no! I said you knocked me off my egg. You made me. You made me laugh. Uh, all right. Well, what's on your mind right. tonight? Um. Well, I'm gonna take you all the way from ZZ Top to uh, oh, Five Zappa Crappa. How? As far as the uh, Thai thing. Yeah. Really go crazy about a shop dress, man. But. I've always gone for the bowl of myself. I don't like them choking ties either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see. I used to actually have a, a series of bolo ties with different like emblems and that kind of thing, and I preferred them way over like the regular tie. I feel like if you if you fit your shirt properly, your tie shouldn't choke you. I used You're to not, wear you don't have to yank it up till it's I cutting mean, off circulation. You know, I, I do kind of get the neck thing, though, because I have a weird thing with my neck where I don't want anything touching it. I tried a motorcycle jacket on the other day, and it has armor in it to protect me if I fall off the bike. Don't want to get that road rash. it goes all the way up to the neck. So for, and even just it touching me, I was like flipping out. So I do I do get the thing with the neck. It's just uncomfortable and it's a freaky feeling, you know? It's like a, you're, I feel like I'm being choked. Yeah, it's for listeners not watching the video. Nikki's also wearing a necklace. Yeah, but this isn't like <laughs> I can't right. have something yeah. touching my okay. neck except this chain I, that's around I, my neck the entire time. Go ahead, Major. I used to wear an Indian arrowhead necklace. Yeah, around my neck. Oh, I had a bolo tie with the arrowhead. And a buddy of mine was old school from Nam. He says, dude, he says, you shouldn't wear that. He says, I snatch that, turn around and stuff it right in your throat. I mean, and I kind of feel that way about neckties, too. Like, it, you know, if you're about to get into a scuttle of some kind, it, like, gives your uh, offender a, a weapon. 
that doesn't yeah, necessarily just, need yeah. to be there. And I'm not. Then stand, and stick with not. the clip on then. Like, I mean, there's there's a solution or, for that. Or just don't wear a tie. Sure. <laughs> right? Like, even better solution. I don't have to waste my money on useless clothing. All right, you guys, you guys was talking about ancestral names and such, Hitler and all that. Um, you're not related, are you? If you're born with the last name, you can't hardly dodge it. And if it's the name of, you know, one of your great-great-grandfathers has been forgotten in history, it should be recognized, right? But a conglomeration of evil is something that every parent is going to have to roll through their own roulette wheel of their mind and, figure out just how much hell this kid's going to have to pay in school and whatnot. That's but what I'm saying is, as, like, uh, with those names, I just don't, like, if I had children, I would not name my, like, I almost would want to name my kids, like, John Smith. Right? Okay. Just a plain name, you know what I mean? Fair enough. People that make up freaky names that don't make any sense at all, too, and that's just weird. But kids will but, make up uh, something to tease John Smith about. That's true. Yeah. Right. Hey, are you going to go use yeah, yourself later? That. No matter how simplistic you try to make that child life, he's going to encounter difficulties. Right. But Frank Zappa named yeah, his son. Ahmed and Dweezil. Moon Unit. And Moon, moon unit. unit. Yeah. Yeah. And they're Motorhead famous. And yeah. His boy was born in Detroit, so he named him Motorhead. I don't know where Moon Unit came from. The mind of Frank Zappa. Say no more. I remember my dad always used to say that, like, you're lucky I didn't name you Dweezil or Moon Unit like Frank Zappa. <laughs> and that was his thing, like, you should be grateful that I'm not worse. Frank, Frank Zappa like, has uh, libertarian tendencies, you. though. So Pops was a hippie. I guarantee it. Peace out, boys. Hey, thanks, thanks for the call, Major. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in tonight. Uh, yeah, Frank Zappa was actually the guy behind... Uh, the the rock and roll backlash against the PMRC, the Parental Music Resource Center, back in the oh, 80s. Yeah. These were the people who uh, developed and deployed the parental lyric warning, the uh, label on the uh, CDs that. and that kind of a thing. That's which, how you know what album to buy. Yeah, it, it, it worked exactly the opposite of the way they intended it to. Instead of it, you know, making parents, you know, less likely to allow their children to buy things with the, the label on it, parental advisory label, it actually sold more. Yeah. Once the label got onto these That's albums. That's how you know it's good. Yeah. I once asked my mom for a CD because my mom was cool. And she goes like, really? You want this one? I go, yeah. She goes, it doesn't even have the parental advisory sticker on it. I'm like, that's <laughs> See, okay. It's still good. Even your mom knew. Right. So I, I forget his name, but the guy from Twisted Sister, didn't he, he testified on the he stand did. for that. And, and, it made an excellent case. And they, they picked him because they were like, oh, this guy is not going to be able to form a coherent argument. And he did an excellent yeah, no, he, job. It was really it. impressive. And Frank Zappa was behind all of the sort of the rock and roll people who participated in that and uh, in fact he coached uh, d snyder on that kind of d. thing snyder, yeah yeah uh, it was very disappointing for me though uh, later on when the covid craziness kicked in to know that d snyder was definitely supporting of the vaccines and the mask mandates oh, totally lame. took it yeah he he laid down and took it yes he laid down and took it 603-283-6160 more free talk live is coming up
back and back and we're good guy captain teaches Nikki how to pirate stuff. Do you know the pirate alphabet? Arr. It's A E I and of course R. It's the pirate alphabet. Got it. In case you were ever sailing the seven seas and got got a wooden leg and a patch over one eye. It is Free Talk Live. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. The telephone number here is 603-283-6160. If you'd like to join us, we'll get to your calls in just a moment. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, As inflation surpasses another 40-year high, the U.S. dollar continues to weaken. Savvy investors are diversifying into gold and silver, and you can also own the most stable assets in recorded history with bullionmax.com. Bullionmax.com is a direct-to-consumer precious metals retailer who can help you diversify into gold and silver. It's security for your family in times of crisis. Buy direct from bullionmax.com without talking to a salesperson, and your precious metals ship fully insured directly to your home. It's fast and it's easy. Free Talk Live has a special offer to get you started. Get bullionmax.com silver starter kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash FTL, as in Free Talk Live. The kit includes five ounces of the most desirable silver products, including a 2022 Silver American Eagle, a Buffalo Round, and a Buffalo Silver Bar. This offer is limited to one per household, so go get yours now. Go to bullionmax.com slash FTL. Get your silver. Hi-ho, silver. Away. Sweet. The Lone Arranger. What's up, Morgan Jaden? <laughs> He's the Lone Arranger. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's about as good as the your mom jokes, really. All right. Uh, we're Free Talk Live, and we take phone calls here. So let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, yeah. 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 Thanks for me. Can you hear me? Yes. What's on your mind tonight? Yes, well, thank you for letting me bring up my concern because um, the the speeders here are always bringing up that we that we're not allowed to put automated speeding cameras on state highways. Good going through our cities in, in New Mexico. Those things are dangerous. Well, no, the speeders are dangerous. Are they? But what what? What the problem I've been having is that I've been calling our um, lawmakers, senators, and representatives, and the the whole attitude is, well, each each city decides what to do, because uh, this state is that the each cities have more power than the state. Like in your state, it's a dinky state; it's a real tiny state. So the the state law just covers the whole entire city, whatever, whatever how many cities you have. But in New Mexico, um, it's a it's pretty spread out state. So sure. each cities are kind of spread out. Yep. And they've always had more of this autonomy. Each city decided to do their own thing, and it just the seems state like a good kinda, thing. Yeah, I would think well, that would be a good thing because it's easier to get things done on a local level. So if sure if, if you're upset with the speeding with people speeding and other traffic stuff it would be easier for you to reach out to your local um whatever local politicians and things like that to to actually congress critter 
you know, to actually make right. something happen. It's so, it's yeah, more difficult state, to do that on the state or national level. Well, at the state level, but not your state, because how how big is your state? By I mean, like thirty miles by fifty miles a square feet or something. New Hampshire is uh, like real tiny. Well, I mean, it's bigger significantly bigger than that. But compared to New Mexico, New Mexico's got to be twice the size, easy. Right. Maybe how about like ten times, fifteen times the square footage what you got? Uh, you know. So, but the problem is that. It's easy for them to do. It makes the legislature jobs very easy because they don't have to be involved in controversy. They don't have to put up with people that oppose them. And, and uh, Well, you'd be surprised. Peter, Politicians are always engaged in some sort of controversy or drama because guess what? People love drama. People pay attention to well, drama. 9,349 square miles. 9,349 square miles is New Hampshire? Yeah. And what is New Mexico? Stand by. Sarah, do you know how many square miles okay. New Mexico is? I, I, I don't know. It just feels like... All right, we're going we're gonna to have our crack team of researchers look into it. <laughs> Remember that first number, though, because I didn't write it down. I'm on the same window. What was it? 9,300 something or another. Okay. <laughs> Remember 9,300 something or another. Okay, I wrote, I wrote it down. 9,300 something or another? Yes. All right, cool. I don't know how you write something or another as something a Something like that. Something or another. Uh, New Mexico. Oh, so, hang on, hang on. We got it. Okay, go ahead. New Mexico, one hundred twenty-one thousand five hundred ninety-one square miles. All right, so ten. So what? Ten times, roughly. Yeah, roughly, roughly ten times. Roughly ten x. I, I was told there'd be no math. Me too. That's why I had you do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? But I was right on the dot. And I, the first yeah, you I were actually. Yeah, I, was I like, thought you said a hundred times, but uh, whatever. It's no, I think she said ten. Okay, all right. Yeah, the first thing I, I said ten. And well, then first I she went, said it was fifty miles by thirty miles. Okay. Yeah, that's, so, that's really like more wrong. like Rhode Island. All right, so so Sarah, <laughs> let me ask you a question. What are you, what are you getting at? Are, do you want automated cameras in your city? And Obviously. what city is it? Well, Albuquerque. But here's the problem of what they're saying. It sounds good, but here's it. There's one city. They have three. State highways 550, 610, or 750 going through, and we are not allowed to put automated cameras on these states, and they speed even more than city highways. Okay, Sarah, let me ask you another question. Are you crossing the highway? Hang on, Richie. Sarah, let me ask you a question. Uh, If you had a camera and you went outside and you just started taking pictures of people driving down the street, is it okay if they are then forced to pay you for taking that picture? Well, do I have a, a, the, what do you call it, the speedometer, the registered speed? I don't have that. Yeah, let's say, uh, let's say you have a camera that can tell, you know, the speed that a vehicle is traveling at, and it shows you right as you look into the camera and you're about to take the picture. And so you're just standing on, you know, the sidewalk or something, and you start taking pictures of people uh, who are speeding. Do you then have the right to force those people to pay you? Okay, who am I? Am I part of that? Am I uh, of the... I don't know. You're the camera man. You're, you're a person. I'm just saying, is it okay... You're you. You're Sarah. You're taking these pictures, and no. it clearly says on the camera that these people are going over the posted speed limit. Is it okay then for uh, you to force those people to pay you for taking that photo? No, because I am not. No, okay. So then why is it okay for somebody else to do it? Especially in fancy restaurants. Somebody else, because that's law enforcement. Because these speeders have caused wrecks, but demolished homes, killed people, caused accidents. They're what homes are on the highway? Yeah, I, I hope your home isn't Thank built on the highway. Why do you believe that, that speeders have caused all these things? Well, you know that. Have you done research into this? 
Okay. Or do you just okay, believe so what the politicians are telling you okay, and what your television has told you? I've met these people at the community meetings that wanted to get after feeders. It was a mother that, you know, kept... Sorry, Sarah. Thanks for the call. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. Free Talk Live, the Sunday night edition, the Meow Mix segment, <laughs> you will. Oh, tele- we will. The tele- well, we already did, but perhaps we will again. Uh, the telephone number is 603-283-6160. That is 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight is myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me. It's Nikki. And Rich Rich. Uh, let's go right away to your calls and thoughts. We have Jill calling in from Virginia. Jill, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, hello. Uh, you were talking about names, and I was call, calling in about it. I read that there were, in France there was somebody once who wanted to name his daughter Cephalid, but he was not allowed to do it. And that's just as well, because giving her that name would have been child abuse. Hey, Jill, can I ask a personal question? Were you, uh, or are you married? No, why? I was just wondering if you were ever, like, you know, coupled up with somebody named Jack. Oh, my father's name was Jack. <laughs> Jack and Jill. All right, just checking. And the father-daughter dance winners. If I'd been a boy, but uh, since I wasn't a boy, I was Jill. And when my brother came along, he was Jack. And I have another brother. And my father, he, he named my sister. She didn't arrive until I was 13, but he named my sister after his deceased mother. I... I have to ask, did did you and your dad ever go up a hill? Or her brother. Oh, her brother I, think so. I think several of them. He built this house in the woods on the hill. But anyhow, I wouldn't I wouldn't have named a dog Jill. It's the plainest of plain Jane names, <laughs> yeah. even plainer than Jane itself. I, in fact, when I was about 25, I made up a name, a very pretty name for a middle name, paid a lawyer to go to court and get it for me, but I'm not going to say what it is on the air because okay, that's it's fine. a little bit too much, personal, too much personal information. Totally understand. But, but my youngest sister, she was named Mary, and I didn't want her to be named Mary. That was after my mother's mother. I had nothing against Grandma, but that name is the commonest feminine name in the Western world, and I... I didn't think she should be... I didn't like it that my grandmother was saddled with that name either. At least they could have given her a middle name, like they could have named her something like Mary Jane or Mary Agnes, but no, Mary. Just that name and no middle name. Uh, Better than Myrtle. I like Mary Jane. If I had a a daughter, I wouldn't name her that. If I had a son, I think I'd give him the name... I'd give him the name Casey Jones. That's a moderately distinguished name, but not so illustrious that it's that much of a problem if he grows up to be a bank robber or something like that. Sure. I had uh, some friends of mine who named their dog Frank. Mm. (laughs) 
Like, hey, Frank, come great, here. That's a great name for <laughs> a like, dog. Like, what? <laughs> like, that's the dog. His name's Frank. Would you avoid mm. middle names to ensure that your kids don't become serial killers? <sighs> that's a, would that really work? Is that a foolproof? Well, well hang on. Let, let Jill answer. Go ahead, Jill. I had a middle name. My father thought middle names were stupid. Also, my last name is a Dutch name in two parts. But mm. people would think Van was my middle name. That was one reason I wanted Because there was nothing else to put in the middle. And that was another reason I wanted a middle name. But uh, I'm, I prefer to have a middle name. And I would give a kid of mine a middle name. Only I'm past the age which I could have produced a kid. But, you know, if something would happen and I would adopt the kid, then... If I would get married, my husband and I would adopt a kid, there'd be opportunities for names. But I wouldn't name a dog, Joe. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, Joe. Hey, thank you for the call tonight. I like the name Jill. Uh, yeah, Jill's a good name. I like that. Uh, I had to ask, of course, the, the Jack and Jill question. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't stop myself. Was there a well <laughs> on the top of the hill? <laughs> I, I almost want the Andrew Dice Clay around. Like, did you have a, a buck and a quarter? <laughs> <laughs> but uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, names are are interesting and uh what i like about nicknames is that they're given and or earned if you will and they are like generally a person doesn't get a nickname unless it's given to them in an endearing way right oh most of the time. No, okay. I was about right. to say, you must you know. have nice friends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. Uh, in fact, uh, I believe I've told this story before, but Captain Kickass is a result of uh, somebody basically calling me a dumbass. And I just turned it into a into a thing because it was the yeah. dawn of the internet, and the first rule of the internet was don't put your real stuff out on the internet. And That should still be a rule. Well, yeah, it should. Uh, but, uh, you know, and I was joining a band where everybody else had pseudonyms. And so I was like, well, I'll just use this thing that this guy called me the other day when I spilled his beer. And so the legend of Captain Kickass was born out of an insult. But it, you know, it became a term of endearment. You know, uh, even those friends, like I had a different nickname and they were like, hey, Captain, 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 Captain. Or, yo, Kickass, come over here. You know, that kind of a thing. So we're all musicians and stuff. But one of the things that I don't know if kids today do uh, when I was growing up. I, you know, 14, 15 years old, started drinking, as 14 and 15 year olds start to do. Some of you parents out there are in denial of these things, but yes, your 14 and 15 year old probably has been exposed to drugs and alcohol. It's true. Exposed, maybe, but I'm, you know, I was not one of those that partook even at that age. Okay. Uh, I was. Uh, (laughs) I was. And uh, from an early age, uh, because, yeah, smallish town that I grew up in. There wasn't a lot to do other than go hang out with your friends, drink beer, and insult each other. This gives you a bit of a thicker skin, you know, going kind of through that. And then it becomes kind of a competition to see who can get the best rip on each other. And I... Do you think that's the problem with kids nowadays? They don't drink enough and bully each other enough? (laughs) I mean... I think if they could find a way to have an environment to help each other sort of thicken up a little bit. Well, now in public school, it's like you can't even. Oh, yeah. Everybody. They they train you to be so soft. Yeah. Who is more hardened than a public school student that went through a mass shooting? Well, that doesn't happen that often. Yeah. It's I mean, despite what the media would have you believe. I'm just saying. 
They have it a lot worse than we did. Wasn't even a threat I'm, when I'm, I was in high school. I'm referring yeah. to more of a uh, no. That's traumatized. You're confusing okay. traumatized with like thick skin, right? If you can get through this, like I mean, without getting too personal, uh, I was very traumatized as a child through child abuse and all that kind of stuff. But then also, I was drinking and insulting my friends along with them insulting me, and like they also, some of them also had their own you know challenges with abuse and things like that. So you know that was sort of our way of developing a brotherhood, if you will. You know, this the circle of friends that I had. Uh, some of them were musicians, some of them weren't, and that kind of a thing. But uh, we got really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a lot of fun because it made us all laugh, right? Yes. None of us took it too seriously, right? You know, and nothing was taboo. So we would, you know, insult your mom or whatever, yeah. right? You know, all that fun stuff. Well, she fun. showed up wearing a necktie. Okay, I'm like, why Get would a, you put that thing on? Get a load of this guy. I feel like it's choking me already. Yeah, we would not wear ties to these events. Okay. Definitely no. Uh, so. Because they're too elitist. We wouldn't want to be racist, so we, we leave the neckties at home. Yeah, I certainly do leave them at home. Um, this is interesting from the Daily Beast. No segue. Woman shows white privilege card to cops instead of ID and avoids ticket. How does that even happen? Oh, man. <laughs> I got to know more. This is from thedailybeast.com, uh, written by some guy named Dan, who's some sort of a guy. I assume. I am, I'm assuming his his gender, Dan, the guy. You're going to get us canceled. <laughs> I'm going to get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever listened to the show outside of the episodes that you do? I'm going to get us canceled. <laughs> because I assumed Dan's gender. A woman avoided a ticket when she showed the cops who pulled her over a white privilege card instead of her driver's license. We'll find out more about this lady, where she was, and how it all went down. Coming up on Free Talk Live, the telephone number 603-283-6160. Do you carry a white privilege card around with you wherever you go? I'm going to now. Yes, we are back, and it is Free Talk Live. We're a live radio program. The Elite Sunday Edition. <laughs> the the non-elite edition. None oh. of us are wearing neckties. Just you wait. <laughs> You're going to wear one next week? Maybe. If I fire <laughs> that, then it will be the elitist edition. I might have to, too, just with, because. With my suspenders. Just to, funny. Just, to, uh, just to make you really uncomfortable. Yeah, just to make me mute both your mics the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, yeah, we broadcast live on somewhere around 200 radio stations. We're also on the internet broadcasting over at freetalklive.com. You can stream over there. You can stream us on lrn.fm. There are many ways for you to consume this show. Uh, you can see our entire archives over at archive.freetalklive.com. But if you want to participate, you need to call 603-283-6160 between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time, seven days a week. There's a few exceptions, like during the Pork Fest and Fork Fest weeks, uh, we do a show from there, and we sort of pre-record it and then release it later that night. 
So outside of that, and like occasionally for whatever reason, either we have a technical difficulty and we can't put on a show for some reason, like, oh, I don't know, the FBI kicking in the doors and bashing in the studio with tanks and having seven different government agencies point guns at people and scare everybody. I feel like that was the disruption in like the longest streak in new content history. Really? Well, I mean, how many... How many, not not necessarily pre-recorded, because yeah. Forkfest, Porkfest, and other conferences, right? Right. But for the longest time, there was a new, different Free Talk Live episode every night. Every night. Yeah. And that one was like the first time in my memory where it was not even a newly produced show. Well, since the previous raid on the Free Talk okay. Live studio, so there's there's been multiple raids against the Free Talk Live studio. Uh, and like every time they're like, oh, it's not because we, they act like, oh, we didn't even know you had a radio show going on in there. And it's like, we're taking all your horse hockey. You didn't know horse hockey. You're, you're very, very light on the investigative part of the federal Bureau of investigation. If you didn't know. So they knew about the armory of firearms, but didn't know that there was a radio (laughs) show. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure you didn't. Anyway, do you really want liberty in your lifetime? I know I do. Later this year, Mark Edge of Free Talk Live, one of the founders, is speaking at Free Cities Foundation's annual conference, Liberty in Our Lifetime. It's being held in the beautiful city of Prague, October 21st through the 23rd, and it showcases autonomous cities and intentional communities that are springing up around the world, offering opportunities for settlers to live freer lives. The conference theme is Parallel Structures for Progress and will explore physical developments and parallel structures emerging in education and finance that offer alternatives for people looking for better ways to learn, educate their children, and invest in their future. Free Private Cities is offering all Free Talk Live listeners a very special 20% discount on tickets. You can claim those when checking out on their Eventbrite page with the promo code FTL20. That's FTL20. To find out more about the conference, visit LifetimeLiberty.com and follow the conference on Twitter via the handle at LibertyIOL. Make sure you get your ticket soon and take advantage of the early bird discount. If you'd like to buy your ticket in Bitcoin, you can simply send them a Twitter direct message for instructions. Slide into their DMs, if you will, for instructions. Again, uh, Liberty, uh, LifetimeLiberty.com. The code is FTL20. It's in Prague, October 21st through 23rd. Say hello to Mark Edge, live and in person while you're there. Such an elitist town, Prague. <laughs> if you're progressive and you live in Prague, are you just aggressive? Ha. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Prague, Prague. Progressives. Progressive, yeah. It's a two Prague question. <laughs> Is that what they call people from Prague? And you are Prague. making fun of my yo mama jokes. <laughs> I was actually. Yeah, it's true. I'll make fun of him again later. Don't right. worry. I'll tell some more then. I don't want you to feel left out. Uh, we mentioned this earlier, but a woman avoided a ticket when she showed the cops who pulled her over a white privilege card instead of her driver's license. Beautiful. Beautiful. Two cops. Well played, man. <laughs> two cops in Anchorage, Alaska reportedly violated department policy in the incident, though it's unclear what the policy was or what disciplinary action they will face. As How the, did they violate policy? As the department is treating the matter as confidential, Anchorage Daily News reports. Mimi uh, Israelia wrote in a Facebook post that she was pulled over for... Wa- 
I'm sorry. She was pulled over for weaving in the early hours of July 9th. I was like, like, was she crocheting? What was she doing? <laughs> you know? Can't knit and drive, lady. Don't knit and drive. It's dangerous. She was pulled over on July 9th as she was driving to an Anchorage pizzeria after arriving from California for a Trump rally. Ooh, good wow. for her. Uh, she couldn't locate her license. When prompted, she wrote in the now-deleted post, when I saw my white privilege card, I gave it to him if it's okay. This is poorly written. Or maybe they quoted her, and that's how she oh, said that's it. That's what she Probably. wrote. On, yeah. uh, he laughed, called his partner. It's the first time they'd seen a white privilege card, she said. The novelty card that she handed to them read, white privilege card trumps everything. <laughs> uh, she was not cited during the incident and was allowed to go. That must be the violation that they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like, because you're not supposed to do that if you We you're can't a- get arrested, Beavis. Well, we have white privilege. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Basically. Deputy Chief Sean... Case. That's right. He Sean Deputy Chief Sean Case is on the case. Case is on the case. <laughs> Said some people who saw uh Israelia's post about the incident and a video she recorded of the exchange were critical of the officer's actions. We recognize that, he said. Uh so yeah. Well okay. Uh, so it's funny because it's a white privilege card, but it worked and it probably did not work because it was a white privilege card it probably worked because it disarmed the officers and where they have the discretion right to give her a warning or let her go yeah. anyway that's the part they, i'm confused about is okay. because like they're saying that the officers violated some sort of procedure protocol or whatever but don't they have discretion isn't that they say they do well when they couldn't wanna- Technically, couldn't they look up her license? Like, if driving without a license was the issue because she couldn't find it, they can look that up on their computers. Well, so, they can look up, like, the owner of the car based on the license plates or the registration. Or you the can VIN look number. up the name and right, see but, if they have a valid driver's license. But you can't positively identify somebody just based on the ownership of the car. What if it's yeah, borrowed? Okay. What if it's your yeah, sibling or, you know, something like that? It doesn't have to be the ownership of the card, right? If it's on file, you just get her name. Right, and you look up her information in whatever state that happens to be. It doesn't you? You don't you? Hmm. You can drive more than just your car, right? right. I can borrow a friend's car, and right. if I get pulled over, but I think it's weaving, just being able to confirm that that is in fact her identity if she doesn't have a different right. photo ID. Yeah, but you can't do that with the with the registration of the car anyway. Right. That's what I think. We're all on the same page here. Yeah. Yeah. So her not having an ID does, is irrelevant. Does well, it doesn't allow them to positively identify her. Yeah. Okay. Good. We're all on the same page. Okay. All right. So. So they're supposed to arrest her. Well, Finger, I don't. I take don't her down no. to the station yeah, and fingerprint her. I, you know. Well, they really didn't give enough in the article to for us to actually know what happened. She handed them a white privilege card. They used discretion and let her go. But they didn't elaborate on what. Sounds good to me. What right. the what violation was. I mean, and I'm not even talking about like the, the white privilege card itself. I'm talking about the officers using discretion and letting somebody go. Yeah. It would be the same. I would laugh the same way if somebody used the Monopoly get out of jail free card. Yeah, right. That would be equally as funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just got pulled over and I handed them my get out of jail free card and then they <laughs> let me go. You know what? I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to use that. Okay. That's it funny. Was, it was actually, okay. So I heard that. From you know a celebrity podcaster back in the old days, mm-hmm. and and again it was for that reason, right? It's a tense situation. 
Yeah, like you ice breaker, the, you know? You break, break the, the ice, ice. All of a sudden, the cop's chuckling instead of being all mean mugging. Everybody's yeah. human right. now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it was, you know, like NLP people do this stuff too, but it was a way to just alleviate that tension. Um, and then do you always get off? No. Right? Yeah, but, it, but it's still funny. <laughs> it could turn a violent encounter to a more friendly encounter, potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just trying to think of like what other types of funny thing like we had mentioned. Uh, uh, I think you mentioned that you used to have your license and registration uh, inside of a. Uh, are you okay? Richard? My chair is slowly going <laughs> down, to, and I'm just waiting to ride out this segment <laughs> so I can adjust it. You seem to be getting shorter as the segment progresses. I'm not sure what's going on. The chair is breaking <laughs> live on air, Captain. Those of you who are watching over at video.freetalklive.com can witness that Richie Rich's microphone is now almost in his eyebrows. It's like the escalator thing where you go behind something slowly. Is this, start is this to the quicksand game that you used to play as a youth? 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live. Hour number three is coming up, and we'll talk about who the biggest winner of the lottery is. Free Talk Live. And we're back. That's right. It is Free Talk Live. That was less exciting than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was exciting. It, I'm excited. It was that got cool me that, riled up. It was cool that we each got to do one part, so it's a great example of teamwork. And, did you just poke yourself in the eye with your beverage? No, I, I splashed <laughs> myself in the eye with my water. <laughs> anyway, anywho. Remedial drinking 101 will take place during the next break here on Free Talk Live. Uh, the telephone number is 603-283-6160 if you'd like to join the conversation. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Richard Rich. And before we go any further, I want to say thank you to Alex Flores. Alex is a gold-level amplifier, which means he gives 10 bucks a month. Uh, we only ask for 5 but he gives 10 uh, he enjoys the program so much and wants to help spread the ideas of peace, liberty, and prosperity, as we like to do here on Free Talk Live. He enjoys the hosts, the co-hosts, and uh, the topics that we bring up, the articles, the zany antics from time to time, particularly on Sundays. Um, and so he has become an amplifier. What is an amplifier? Well, AMPS stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. And you can find out how to become an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. There are some little benefits that you get, some perks, if you will. Not Percocets, but perks. Oh. Yeah, I know. We can't that, give That'd be such a better but, benefit. I, I, we can't give those away, obviously. Obviously. Is it that obvious? Well, oh. I mean, if I had any, I wouldn't okay. be giving them away, that's for sure. <laughs> not in this economy. <laughs> These things have street value, don't you know? But uh, you can go over there and find out more about what those are. Uh, there are some definite benefits to being an amplifier. But the real benefit should be helping us get onto more radio stations and helping us promote the ideas of liberty, freedom, and prosperity. So thank you again, Alex Flores, for your contribution. We appreciate you. Again, amps.freetalklive.com. All right. So there's a, a meme going around on the Internet. Uh, recently there was a, a huge lottery of $1.28 billion. Billion dollars. And the, the meme says, 
Congratulations to the IRS on winning the 846.3 million Mega Millions jackpot. Yeah. That's depressing. More, it's like 60% of the dude's winnings. Yeah, more than half went to taxes. Yeah. The winner got a whopping $433.7 million after tax. What exactly did government do to assist in, like, I mean, it's not that hard to put together a lottery, right? You sell a they allowed tickets, it to happen you know. on their property. Ooh. And for so, that- so, in other words, they invested no money, they invested no time, they invested no labor into making this thing happen. Basically, yes. Why, oh, why should they get 60%? Because the winner... Oh, because is, if they don't get it, they will send men with guns to put you in a cage, and if you don't comply, they purport the authority to end your life. That's why. Well, and they just take it. That's right. Most of the time, there is no option of not giving it to them. Correct. They just take it. Can I just have all the winnings, and I'll fill out the form myself? <laughs> I promise like, to like, do it correctly. It's like, what's the point of even having a lottery if the government's just going to take 60% of it? That's the point. The the same reason you have like your stated salary and then deductions. Well, right, you're not going to get all that much people to buy into a four hundred thirty three million dollar lottery, but you push that number over a billion, all of a sudden people want to play. So the winner of the one point two eight billion lottery gets four hundred thirty three point seven million dollars after tax, according to Forbes. Someone in Illinois bought the winning ticket, and if he or she does like most winners, they will take the lump sum, which I believe they did. Not the annuity, the $1.28 billion prize, which is the second largest jackpot in Mega Millions history, uh, can be claimed in a lump sum or over time. The $1.28 billion is only if you take it over time, but if you do the lump sum, you get $747.2 million. Yet, like most things, even that lower cash figure gets whittled down by theirs. I'm sorry, that's two words, the IRS. It gets whittled down by the IRS. just happens to be the same letters that spell the word theirs. Weird. In fact, lottery winnings are taxed with the IRS taking up to 37%, according to Forbes. Curiously, though, only 24% is withheld and sent directly to the government. I wonder what happens if they don't. <laughs> I wonder, there's got, the lottery people just are like, yeah, we're not going to send it to the government. Where's the rich people who get that through that loophole? And how do lottery winners get on that list quick more quickly? I, that's a good question. Uh, they are going to point out some things here. Uh, the winning cash prize of $747.2 million after the 24% IRS theft, they call it a withholding tax, drops to $567.8 million. But the winner shouldn't spend all that. After all, the federal income tax rate goes up to 37%. And you can assume that the winner is in the top 37% bracket. Well, many hundreds of millions of dollars in the top top bracket, as it turns out. The spread between the 24% withholding tax rate and the 37% tax rate on these numbers is another whopping $97,136,000 in theft. I mean tax. That's a big check to write on April 15th. Since the tax withholding rate on lottery winnings is only 24%, some lottery winners do not plan ahead and can have trouble paying their taxes when they file their tax returns the year after they win. Good. Spend it. Blood from a stone at that point. That's one reason the winner should bank some of the money to be sure they have it on April 15th. They're, they're like, now they're basically government propaganda but at this point. didn't they Buy already Bitcoin. steal it, though? 
So I'm confused. I thought they already took the taxes from them. Now they're going to tax them again? Yeah, so they take 24% just before the winner ever sees a dime. Yeah. They take 24%. But now that the winner has received hundreds of millions of dollars, that puts them in the top 37% bracket of earnings for that year. And that the rate of withholding for that is 37%, which results in the IRS taking even more money. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Even if you could figure it out, right? It's still a terrible thing. Yeah. Even if it were 1%, right? So it's still throw fit. Yeah, yeah. If if you do all that, uh, the cash the winner would have left is four hundred seventy million dollars, seven hundred thirty-six thousand dollars. Then, depending on whether the winner's state taxes lottery winnings, you may have to add state tax on top of all that too. The ticket was purchased in They're Illinois. Worse than a new relative coming with their hand out, <laughs> right? Yeah. The ticket was purchased in Illinois, and Illinois does have a 4.95% state income tax, so that lops off another $37 million. Ah, but what about the city tax if they purchased it in Chicago or whatever? In rough numbers, assuming the winner is an Illinois resident, that should mean the winner takes home about $433.7 million. That's still huge, but a far cry from being a billionaire. Yeah. And as you pointed out, Richie Rich, 60%. That's ridiculous. That's nonsense. Screw those guys. Like, now that uh, we have direct deposit and all that kind of stuff, people rarely look at, like, their pay stubs. But uh, I think people should look at every pay stub they get from their employers. I remember when I was 16 years old and I got my first job and I was told I was going to make $8 an hour. You did the math and then you got your check and it was half that. So, yeah, Yeah. I'm like, all right, I worked this many hours. I'm making $8 an hour or however much it was. And this is how much money I should get. And then it was a fraction of that. And that was when, well, I already hated the government, but that was when I really decided that I extra hated the government and that taxation was theft because it was happening to me, a 16-year-old girl. The government was stealing from a 16-year-old girl. Without representation. Yeah. Without representation. I couldn't even vote yet. Uh, Even if you had representation, they still steal from you. Exactly. So they don't care. Either way. Yeah. yeah either that way. Re- not that right. really should radicalize more people. You would think. You people, would think. But it, but it seems like people just forget about it, you know? And I, it, I, even I'm sorry. Me. You mean rationalize. Yeah. Either way. Right? Because what's radical is people doing nothing about this. What's rational would well, be people standing up for themselves and going, don't steal from me. But yeah. then people will make a million reasons why we need taxes, why we need daddy government, the I mean, roads, they do that the already. schools. Exactly. That's but, what I'm saying. But yeah, I, I just, I beg to differ on the terminology is all I'm saying. That's fine. Right. I uh, accept your new terminology. Yeah. Folks who uh, are under the understanding correctly that taxation is, uh, to be exact, extortion, are rational. Not radical. They are rational people. They've thought it through. They've used their logic and reason. 603-283-6160. Are ties elitist?
Yes, it is the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. We're well into our number three of tonight's episode. The telephone number, if you would like to join us, is 603-283-6160. And my voice is getting progressively higher and louder as I talk. Fantastic. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Rich Rich. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off now with over a million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on all things COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be canceled, taken down permanently at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, and now we're streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel. Just visit video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app over at lbry.com. And then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. Again, visit video.freetalklive.com. Follow us on Odyssey today. That's video.freetalklive.com. And thank you to the creators of Library and Odyssey for doing what you're doing. Competition with these huge tech companies. I'm looking at you, Google. Uh, is super important, particularly with blockchain technology behind it, to decentralize it so that governments and other people who would rather see it not be a part of the competition, the competitive landscape, if you will, uh, can do nothing about it. It needs to exist, if for no other reason than that alone. That's the beautiful thing about it. Federated, decentralized. Yes. Yes. So, uh, we were talking about... Lottery the, theft. The... the, the <laughs> The government really won the lottery. Uh, there was a winner. They're from Illinois. Uh, but uh, the government won more money than they did. The, the gov- government took double the amount that he's walking away with. Yeah. The government always wins. Government took $846.3 million. The winner got 433.7. It's ridiculous. I was told there would be no math, but we've done plenty of it here tonight. And uh, Richie Rich and I both... Checked the calculations to make sure it was relatively accurate, and sure enough, yeah. it's been it's been peer reviewed. Peer reviewed, <laughs> beer reviewed. Anyway, we don't have any beer here. I'm not drinking beer these days either, so it's pretty sad. And also, that talk about Ireland earlier got me wanting some whiskey again. I miss whiskey. I really do. Whiskey's so good. It's delicious, especially Irish whiskey if it's aged, right? I don't, you know. I don't know, man. It's like 12 years or older. It's mm-hmm, so good. Yeah. And cap whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yes. So at any rate, uh, the government you know, took a, a bunch of money. And then if this person lives in Illinois, which we assume they do, uh, the government takes even more. Uh, if you want to read some of the tales <laughs> where a winning lottery ticket ended up getting the winner into lawsuits over the proceeds, uh, you can find that online, of course. One case upheld a 20-year-old oral argument to split the lottery winnings. So basically somebody was like, if I win the lottery, dude, I'll split it with you. Uh, and so then they won the lottery, and that other person came out, that guy 20 years ago said that if he ever wins the lottery, he'd split it with me. And they were like, okay, you get half. It, okay. What? Was it 20 year Was it 20 years later? Yeah. Okay. That's ridiculous. Uh, they upheld a 20-year-old oral argument to split the lottery Not winnings. even a written agreement. 
Some suits over lottery winnings are with coworkers and former friends. They put former in parentheses. Some disputes are with family members or with the or with theirs, known as the IRS. I agreed to donate it all to my church. That's right. Right? That's great. Yep. In Dickerson versus Commissioner, an Alabama Waffle House waitress won a $10 million lottery jackpot on a ticket given to her by a customer. It's supposed to be a tip, right? Uh. Yeah. The trouble started when she tried to benefit her family and to spread the wealth. The IRS said she was liable for gift taxes what? when she transferred the winning ticket to a family company of which she owned 49%. The waitress fought the tax bill and eventually landed in tax court, but the court agreed with the IRS. Of course. So she lost. Duh. So, you know. Yeah, there's a limit to those gifting things. Yeah. Like $10,000 or something. You know, so first of all, uh, government with the central banking known as the Federal Reserve uh, inflates the money and that ends up being a tax on your buying power. Then you earn some money and they tax that before you even get your paycheck. And then you go to buy something with the money that has already been taxed and you got to pay sales tax in most places. Uh, If you use that money to buy a house, you're going to have to pay property tax from the money that was already taxed when you made it. If you die and will it to somebody, there's an inheritance tax that they have to pay when they receive money. I had to go through this recently. I had a- and if you try to move to Somalia, there's an exit tax. That's right. You know what? They it get sounds like we should just stop using their terrible money. I agree. It's worthless. They steal it from us. It is a mechanism of control. Uh, government. Absolutely. That's po- all it is. Politicians despite what they would have you believe on their television ads, uh, do believe that you and I, the, the common folk, if you will, are nothing but cattle, tax cattle. We are the fuel. We are the battery, if you will. Like the, the, the Matrix likes to make that analogy, right? Neo was part of a whole bunch of people in these little pods generating energy for these, these critters. And the, okay. that's how politicians look at you and me. Hold on. Here's the, here's the problem as it stands now. Right. Like, I don't disagree with you, but we we don't even have to be tax cattle because they print the money. Right. Th- this whole inflationary monetary policy yeah. over the, you know, over the lifetime of the Federal Reserve, but the absolute ludicrous increase over the last few years yep. should rationalize people again to see that there's no reason to tax you. Right. Aside from control. Yeah. Like they don't need the money. No, if because they, they, if they can just the print, print it out of thin air, if they can print uh, something like $88 billion and give it to the Ukraine, why do they need to tax you and I? Right. And for for me, that also leads me to be sympathetic towards like the anti-work movement currently going on, despite the fact that it's also been around forever as well. Right. Like, why why would you go to work, right, for whatever wage you're yeah. getting, have them tax it already and then have the inflation eat away at the buying power. Yeah, there's of that. literally no point. There's no point. Well, I mean, survival, right? You got to get by. That's well, the, that's, that's the why bare I work minimum. for goldbacks gotta, and crypto. I, I mean, yes, definitely know? do check out of government money as much as you possibly can. When you do happen to earn uh, USD or any centralized money, uh, you know, do yourself a favor and transduce some of that into non-government money. That's gold, right. silver. Well, and I think that's part of the anti-work movement. It's not we're not going to do anything to survive. 
right? It's we're not going to play into the current system as it stands now because there's absolutely no benefit yeah. to working within that system. If so, you can figure out how to make all of your money outside of the system and under the table, uh, why wouldn't you? Right? Yep. So I, I'm a fan of that. As much as I can, I try and check out of their system as much as I possibly can. Sometimes, however, you got to bite the bullet and you got to earn some USD. 603-283-6160. How much taxation is enough for you? Thing where like or the Spider-Man thing where we're all pointing we're all at, each at each other. Well, because like you get to pick it, but I don't think you've done a solo one tonight at all. So and to, we're back. Yeah, there all you right. go. I was trying to give you the opportunity uh, to solo it. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm not one of these guitarists that like thrives on solos. So okay, you know, I don't. I'm not in it for the weed. The weed. They hey, everybody, look at me. Look what I can do. Okay, I'm in it for like the song, man. All yeah. right, right. On. Gotta do. You know. I mean. The band, it's the team that's important, okay. not the ego of one guy. Yeah. yeah. But the other bandmates are like, dude, you really need to solo this one. And you're like, okay, I'll rock it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, right. we'll work it out. We'll keep right. on rocking in the free world is what we'll be doing. You know, we'll we'll put another brick in the wall, if you will. We'll climb that stairway to heaven. Wow. <laughs> <Dances> Mr. Brownstone. <laughs> uh, will we be back in black? I don't, I don't know. know. This is Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, Forkfest 2023. Woohoo! Let's do it. Can't wait. It's coming up. The the the, the flip over? The flipping. The 180? The re-flipping? The, the re-flipping, yes. The, the re-flip. I, I, there's got to be a better like way I'm to not in this say all of it. Um, so you can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 15th through the 18th for the 7th Annual ForkFest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out in 2022. For 2023, we're going back to where it all started, and that's the weekend before ForkFest. So we're we're moving ForkFest back to in front of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's the four best days, then, if it's a weekend. Yeah. Okay. In my opinion. Uh, ForkFest is decentralized, which means there's no ticket cost, no one is in charge, and all you have to do to join the fund is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 15th through the 18th. You can find out more at the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. Links to those over at ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. Come party with us, ForkFest. Dot party. Then you can hide out in the woods when Porkfest starts if it's sold out again. Like, I've already been here. Uh, Colonizers. Uh, let's go to your calls and thoughts. Let's start with Gigi in South Carolina. Gigi, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, Nikki, Richie Rich, and Captain, and to all the listeners of this wonderful format that my husband and I both love. What's on your my mind? My husband is a practicing attorney here in South Carolina. I myself have a legal background 
in two other states specializing in domestic violence and appellate law, criminal and civil. My husband and I were listening early this evening when the show began. We are very confused and quite aggravated over why Ian has not bonded out. And she what heard the first segment. that warrant state specifically uh, when the studio was raided? Okay. Please explain to us. Okay. Uh, Richie Rich has, has already nailed it on the head. Okay. Nailed it. So, Gigi, yes, we, guide us. we had a technical difficulty uh, at, for the first segment, the first 15 minutes of the program. So from 7 p.m. Eastern until 7.15 Eastern, a whole bunch of people heard a previous episode, a rerun, if you will, uh, because we had a technical difficulty in actually sending our signal out. So that is what you heard uh, f- during the first segment about Ian. Uh, in fact, I was curious about your call because uh, you had called last night, I believe, and Ian was in the first chair and took your call. So I was, yes. I myself was confused why you were asking about Ian being still in jail. So he is not still in jail. Uh, it took a very long time for him to get bonded out. He had to get some lawyers and you know things of that nature and go through a bunch Thank of goodness, hoop he's jumping. Out. So yeah, he is indeed out. However, he's you know not out of the woods. Uh, there's a trial coming up later this year, sometime I believe uh, November is when it's scheduled. There's some pre hearings going on and things Why of that nature. Why was he arrested? Um, because he... If you are at liberty to say that, I don't want to be intrusive upon his privacy. Well, you can... Uh, all it's this, all public All of this stuff is public yes, information, so so it's you can go online and, and look up what, you know, he's being charged with if you want, like, okay. the, the legal ease of, you know, what he's accused of. And in okay. fact, over on uh, freekeen.com, uh, you can find... He himself has blogged about the case, and you can read okay. it in his own words. However... What I can tell you is that uh, they didn't ask banks for permission to to sell some Bitcoin is yeah. is sort of the long or the short story. The, the, the quick and dirty is he sold some Bitcoin and they don't like that. And, and the banks and the government didn't like that. Oh, so essentially they want him to pay for a license. Yeah, among other things. Yes. Yes. OK. Yeah. Uh, what are they trying to get him on tax evasion? Uh, something about uh, unlicensed money transmission. Uh, oh yeah, that's a criminal offense, and it's a federal offense. Correct. Yes, there's some yes. wire fraud, How continued operation of a criminal assist? enterprise. How can us listeners assist? Well, uh, right now, I think like we did uh, when when the raid went down, we did some fundraising, and you know we got some attorneys, and that all seems to be in hand. Uh, folks who want to learn more can visit thecrypto6.com. It doesn't matter if you spell the word six or if you use the number; both of them will get you there. Uh, yeah. If folks do want to donate, you know there's some uh, QR codes and some methods for that. Uh, but again, they, you know, these folks have attorneys already, uh, and that seems I'm to be glad in hand. That. That's very important for Ian. Plug that website, though. Like yeah. spread the spread the message. Yeah, spreading the people word. There. I yeah. think is the most important Every time thing I've too. Ever called, Ian has been nothing but a gentleman to me. 
Oh, yeah. He just won an award for uh, freedom of speech. Yeah. It's the, the most prestigious award uh, in talk radio from Talkers Magazine. They put, they put together this award every year. Uh, some really you know famous folks have won this award previously, and he won this award for freedom of speech. And If they in- gave him a trophy for that, I would carry that into the courtroom and like, <laughs> prop it up I on the desk. I would, too. I love it. <laughs> uh, in my opinion... Uh, Bitcoin is uh, cryptocurrency. All cryptocurrency is speech because it's code. It's numbers and letters, uh, you know, written in a way that allow people to communicate with it. I equate cryptocurrency to music, right? If music is the language of emotional expression, then cryptocurrency is the language of financial or value expression. And so I equate well, those two things. Everybody on the panel this evening that the state of California very, very recently announced that cryptocurrency can be used for campaign contributions on a local, state, and federal level. How do you like that? Yeah, and there's for it. And there's even within the government itself, uh, on the federal level, there are different mm, alphabet agencies like the SEC or the FBI, for example, who both define cryptocurrency as different things. What they're trying to do, Gigi, is they're trying to shoehorn cryptocurrency into their existing law framework when cryptocurrency is such a unique thing that the, the government obviously doesn't even understand what it is, and it can't be shoehorned into laws that were created before the technology was even invented. But that's what they're trying what to do. What kind of if- attorneys does Ian have? What are their specialties? Please guide us. Uh, I I would assume criminal defense. Yeah. Uh, he, the attorney that uh, I'm aware of that Ian has, and I think he has more than one, uh, seems to be spot on and, you know, going in the right direction. Uh, they're doing some things, you know, and I'm not at liberty to talk about, like... I understand. Please don't say anything that would sure. jeopardize Ian. Absolutely. But also, like, I've, I've insulated myself from knowing, you know, things that I shouldn't just so, you okay. know, I don't say anything like that. So, uh, but yes, please do, Gigi, spread the crypto. 6.com uh, to anybody that you think might care to learn and know more about it. Local and, media if you call those shows. Yeah, and we appreciate your call. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. Do you think cryptocurrency is speech? Let us know. That was my big solo. Hey, everybody, look at me. I did a solo. (laughs) We're proud of you, Captain. 603-283-6160. Actually, it's the final segment, so if you're not already on hold, you're probably not getting on the air tonight. But we're here every night, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. If you've missed any part of tonight's show or any of the other shows, uh, you can hear it again over at archive.freetalklive.com or just freetalklive.com. Which should have the real first segment. If you missed it. Yeah, if you missed the first segment or heard something about uh, Ian still being in jail, uh, we apologize. We had a technical difficulty and a rerun. An old show was played for the first segment of tonight's show. 
Anyway, in the studio, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, let's go to more of your calls and thoughts. Let's start with uh, Jack in Ocean Shores, Washington. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I want to bring up a really hot topic. Um, Great story. Speeding cameras. Oh. Yeah, speeding cameras in Albuquerque. Okay, go ahead. Albuquerque. Um, so I have a question first, and I do have a follow-through on this. But So as soon as that camera takes your picture when you cross the line, when you speed, do you guys believe you automatically are going to get ticketed if you're following me? I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. The uh, Well, no. the registered owner of the car will get ticketed. Right. Not necessarily. How I've, so? I've tested this theory. All right, tell us more. I'm not going to incriminate myself, so no. Oh, okay. I, ha- I know a friend. I know a friend who has blue red lights and has sped past cameras and have... Has still not gotten tickets, so oh. knocking on wood, well, that's oh, not going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm coming at this at a different angle. I had a very good friend. He was an ex-Marine, and he was an independent contractor for the state of Washington. Mm-hmm. And what he did was literally sit in his apartment and get video feed from uh, Washington Gov, DMV, mm-hmm. and we would sit there and... and smoke certain things and drink and we d- decide sometimes whether you know they're good looking <laughs> if they look scared okay you know if they look drunk and we literally send that in, he'd send that information into the state and he was like the final say whether they got the ticket so it's interesting oh i see i see it's fun. yeah it's it's my opinion and you know i haven't done the research on you know how much of this happens, but uh, it is automatic revenue generation is what these speeding cameras are. There's been some civil disobedience as well. Like there was, you know, a dude in a fast car who wanted to see like how fast you have to go to beat the camera. Like you hit the line, it snaps the picture, and boom, you're out of frame already. Right, yeah. Um, there was the dude who drove around in, around the camera wearing a monkey mask, so they couldn't actually identify him. <laughs> right, like I, that is clearly not me in the picture, yeah, judge. Right, um, yeah. And I think it was Australia or something where they they um, they bothered the van drivers like who had the thing who were with the cameras yeah. and they took the van's license plate and put it on their car and oh. then drove through a bunch of times so that the ticket was generated for the van right. like the speed trap van. So that's genius, is what that is, right? Which is why I'm sharing it. <laughs> Take a pick, however you want to avoid this. Jack, do you speed through uh, red light cameras? I, I've never received a ticket from them before. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't either. Uh, I have, however, received toll bills. Yep, I got one of those yesterday. Yeah, I uh, I thought I was. I, I took a trip uh, last fall, sort of across several states, and uh, I had gotten you know a, a couple of toll bills where, for whatever reason, you know, I couldn't pay cash to go through the tolls or whatever. Uh, and so they just, you know, snapped a picture and they send that with the bill whenever they finally track you down. And so I, I had paid it and I was like, OK, well, I'm done with that. And then like, I don't know, five days ago, I got another one from the same trip, but from a different agency. Yeah. And I'm like, you bastards. So, OK, I have put the Montana plates on my vehicle. Right, right. And I have spoken to someone else. I know a guy mm-hmm. who also has the you Montana plates. I have a friend. And he said that he blows like through the quick pass stuff at the tolls around here because they're going to send the bill to Montana, who then has no real jurisdiction in New Hampshire. 
And uh, because it's registered to a corporation or a trust, depending right. on how you do it. Yeah, who's supposed to pay it? Who's supposed to pay it? And if it's a Montana corporation, how are they going to collect in New Hampshire? And he goes, I've never heard anything from it. And so I just continue to do it. Right. What happens, what happens at the end of that, I believe, and you know, somebody out there listening can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, that ends up just going right. to a collection agency. And then it's it's and in limbo. What? Nobody yeah. can collect it. Somebody tries. They figure try to figure out try and call people, and like yeah, it just goes uncollectible, and they write it off. So there you go, Jack. More thoughts, or is that it? Um, I think you've been away from Seattle for how many years? Mm, three years now. Oh, okay. We don't have a lot of toll fees over here, so okay. like another extra special tax you guys get to enjoy. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> All right. Hey, Jack. Thanks for the call. We appreciate you. Uh, moving right along, let's go to Josie calling from Virginia. Josie, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, hi. I'm calling because I am more annoyed about things I hear about this country all the time. It seems to be worse and worse. Agreed. Just like we're just like a bunch of people that can be um, bowled over by whatever the law wants to say it is. And I'm concerned that if we could get rid of the Federal Reserve and put in a fair tax plan, at Ooh. least... Oh. At least we will not have people um, uh, with when we win a lottery, we win a lottery, you know, yep. it's not that they'll take three quarters of the of the take. I'm with you on getting rid of the Federal Reserve. I'm also uh, instead of putting in a fair tax, I'm, I'm against that because I think the only fair tax is zero. That's why Booter or a voluntary so we have, one have, have to have some government who does have to have some money to do what they need to do if if what they do is is valuable then people will contribute to it voluntarily no they won't well then what they they do isn't valuable that's an indicator that what they do is not valuable right if if people don't contribute to it voluntarily then what they do is not valuable well i would say if we at least had a a fair tax it would not be a government coming after us every minute think we would have at least a, a better chance I'll, I'll give you that i'll give you that like you know a flat tax would probably result in less government violence and less uh you know things like we see with the lottery i'll give you that 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 it might be a reduction in in the violence that occurs but, but that's where it starts it's not yeah. where it ends yeah they they change the flat tax too easily i don't think i think that's what steve forbes wanted to do it's not, that doesn't work. Yeah. This, is why, this is why I say that if it has value, people will give money to it voluntarily. Uh, it, the government just, all they do is they provide services, right? Now, they claim a monopoly on that so that nobody can compete. Let's talk about security services or perhaps roads. That's a product that they provide. But they don't allow competition. So nobody else can come in and go, hey, you know what? I can do security services better. Or I think I have an innovative idea that I'd like to implement to build these roads out of a different material or a different way of doing it. And they're not allowed to do it because the government claims a monopoly on that. So they immediately stifle innovation. And then they force people to pay for these products and services when they could just get out of the way and let the market provide, because if it has value, people will pay for it. Well, they, it may or may not work that way. It takes too much. They won't do it. It's too much. But maybe a flat ta- a fair tax, they might be a little more on a voluntary basis. I'd still fight the fair tax and refuse to pay as much as possible. Hey, Josie, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. 
Uh, yeah. How much? How much of my labor, right, is fair for me to just give away? Yeah. For a service I neither want or, or ask desire, for. Or yeah. ask for. Yeah. Uh, I. Not fair. Not I, fair. I don't support. Like it's wrong for me to take money from Nikki without asking her. Yeah. It's wrong for Nikki to take money from Richie without asking him. It's wrong for Richie to take money from me without asking me, without getting my consent, without yeah, getting my permission. It's no different if the government does that. So if that's wrong, then why is it okay for an organization of people known as government to do that? And you know what? Also, if you had a great idea, Captain, and you were like, hey, I'm gonna, I have this great idea for roads or whatever service it is. This is going to make your life better, and I'm going to do it well. I would voluntarily give you money towards that project if it had real value for me in my community. Yeah, and and if I made a compelling argument of why yeah. it's better and why it's useful. Not, here's a gun to your head, right. do it or else I'm throwing you in jail. That's the government not a has reason. no incentive to make anything, a compelling argument for anything. Their argument is completely just pointing a gun at everybody and forcing you to pay for it, taking a hefty chunk off the top, giving it to their friends, keeping it for themselves, and then giving what little is left over to these goods and services. Reared in concrete and steel. We're out of time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to my co-hosts, Richie Rich and Nikki Sunshine. If you missed any part of this show, visit us at freetalklive.com. Thanks. Peace.